Hi, gorgeous. This is episode number 19 with the amazing Ann Tucker, who is back for more today. Hi, this is Ann Tucker. You're listening to Heart Cells Podcast with Christine Schlonsky. Enjoy. I am really excited and curious to know what is going to come up next with Ann Tucker, because she's going to share even more about the different soul types and how you can use your gifts in your business. So I just want to make sure that you have also checked out the seven day free challenge. We already have started, but it's never too late. It's seven days, so you can still catch up. Hop on over to christineschlansky.com slash challenge. And this is a challenge to help you or support you to get more confidence when you ask for the sale. So it's called asking for the sale with confidence. And you can still sign up at christineschlonsky.com slash challenge. And now I'm so happy that we can welcome Anne back. And just to give you a little bit of her background, she co-founded a multi-million dollar firm, but she found herself asking, is this all there is? because she has spent years working at the top of the corporate world, coaching executives and advising them on how to reach their goals in the workplace. So after this question came up and she was really looking, is that all there is, she studied and um, with wonderful teachers and mentors. So she went on a global search and she found her purpose as a spiritual teacher, author, and the founder of Wisdom Soup, helping to redefine business for the spiritual age. So let's tune in to all the soul types. And I'm super excited about that. And I hope you are inspired and excited as well. Welcome back, Ann Tucker. Thank you so much. It's great to be here. It was so much fun for the last episode to talk to you about the soul types. And uh, I loved the feedback you gave me around my soul type and all the other soul types that exist. Um, so I'm curious. I want to know more. <laughs> <laughs> um, so can we, can we speak about um, the natural born salesperson? So yes. Do you, do you think from your perspective that there is such a person, that such a person exists, or is it something that basically everybody can just learn if they wanted to? I think that, that there is, um, within each soul type, there is a natural born salesperson. It's just understanding how to use your particular gifts in order to sell. So... Mm -hmm. Um, so for example, um, for myself, I'm what I call an optimizing soul. So I have, I'm a problem solver. I'm a think outside the box person. So for me, selling is going to be about listening to the person and understanding their problem and bringing that gift to bear, bringing through, how can I uh, sell by solving your problems? Right. I'm going to look at your problem. How, what, what solutions outside the box? How does what I have to offer 
is it a solution for you? How do, I, how do I solve your problem for you? For example, as an expressive soul, which we talked about in the last podcast, um, you're going to be listening to the feelings. You're going to be listening to, to where their pain is and you're yeah. going to be selling from there. You're going to be listening and, and as part of it is that inspiration that you're giving them. It's the helping them to voice what it is they're feeling. They're going to feel seen and understood when they talk to you. And that's going to be how they're, as soon as they, as soon as you voice their pain, you've got them, right? They're like, oh my gosh, she really understands me. I'm buying whatever you're selling. Yeah. <laughs> and right. for example, there's, yes. <laughs> and then there's other soul types that are um, uh, all about like the learning soul is all about, they're, they're not a dynamic, like, like learning souls are not going to be the flashiest people at, at, at the party. They're going to be the ones that have um, they're the most open-minded. They're going to, they love data. They love learning for learning's sake. They love mastery. So when, when you're being sold to by a learning soul, the way they're going to come at it is, is they're going to have really well thought out, deeply researched, deeply understood. You're going to really trust what they have to say. And they're going to become, they're going to be able to come to you with this huge wealth of information. So, so they build trust through their mastery. Um, and it's and it is is displaying that data and making that available and and here's the thing when it when a learning soul makes a decision it's a really good decision <laughs> yeah and that's probably so, a long one <laughs> yeah exactly but it's a different process and yeah. they just they, it is so for each soul type if they understand how it is that they think and solve problems and how can they bring that to bear for their client how can they show that aspect of themselves. That, that authentic aspect of themselves and not try to be, a learning soul should never try to be, try to do what you do when they sell. They should never come in and try to be an expressive because it won't ring as authentic, right? Yeah. What, what they need to do is look at what is the gift that they have? How can they, how can they bring it to bear in a way where the client sees the value, right? Yeah. And sees the authenticity. And that's yeah. really, but every soul type can be incredibly compelling. For example, the coaching soul type, it's all about relating. So that's where they're, they're forming the connection and it's all about the relationship. So when people buy from coaching souls because they like them, because they're friends, because of the relationship. So it's really different, different experience. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that because, you know, I, I have, as it looks like lots of different coaching, uh, coaching, yeah, clients with um, different soul types. And yeah. I always make sure that they, when they implement, when we talk about strategies or what to practice or where to go, that they feel really amazing yeah. um, in what they do. <laughs> and they do it in their own style. They do it in their own way uh, to their, with their values. And um, being totally authentic is so yes. important because you know that's where the salesy, sleazy part comes in when it looks for other people, like, you know, the person isn't aligned and they yes. just, they just want to make the sale and they don't really yes. care. And, and that's, you know, it's a miscommunication if you don't take in the soul type or I, I didn't know till last episode that there was such a thing. <laughs> <laughs> so um, they always thought, you know, it's kind of, obviously you put people then in kind of types and you, you see similar things and you kind of, have a little bit of a guesswork. Um, but um, yeah, it's so interesting to, to see that. So uh, from, from the way you, your soul works, how, how do yeah. you keep in your business, how do you keep harmony and balance? 
in my business? Um, that is a, it's a funny question. Cause I do like, I love, I love what I do and I find that it would be easy for me to make my business, my hobby <laughs> and just yeah. do that all the time. Um, but, but it's true that you do have to have multiple aspects and it's sort of when you take a step away, that's when you get inspired, right? That's when the new ideas come in. That's when, so it's, it's important to have, all those aspects, um, you know, to, to do the self-care and to, you know, to invest in the friendships and all of those things. And so, um, you know, for me, I find it's funny, but I end up multitasking as I, I will, um, uh, create friendships that are people who are interested in spirituality like I am. So then I'm, and I'm, it's part, it's part business, but it's all fun, you know? Yeah. um, same thing with okay, self care. I just had I just had pictures done for my new website, and that was my self care, you know. And it's double tasking. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. it was really oh, fun. I, I had to get a I had to get a manicure. I had to get a haircut. Yeah, <laughs> you oh, know, perfect. So, perfect. but it's that could be me. Like optimize it. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So that's yeah. that's how I do it. And it's and it's same thing like with my socializing. Is I find if I'm going to do networking, I do it with people that I like. Right. I, I, I find groups to join or masterminds that are with other people who I'm, I'm not just there for business. I'm there because I genuinely want to connect with them on a person to person level. Yeah. And so it's, it's, it feeds all aspects of me. Yeah. So there's basically, there's no really like huge ups and downs because it's, it's already pretty balanced because yeah. you find ways to, to make it fun or to make it feel good. Um, more or less all the time. That's, yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah. Because, you know, I had people asking, um, for me to, to put the question in what, what they can get inspiration of how other people find balance and harmony in their life. Yeah. And, you know, because business is sometimes a bit crazy. You know, we yeah. have periods where everything is like perfect and all the clients are coming in. They all say yes. <laughs> and then we have other periods where, not much is happening and maybe we are starting to worry or to freak out and we change our energy, our frequency. And, yes. you know, when we do that, then obviously we attract on that level. Um, yeah. So, and, and I, um, yeah, maybe you, do you have some advice for that? That, I mean, I think what you're just saying there is so important and that, that has been huge learning for me over the last couple of years, which is that is I used to, um, like I said, work as a hobby for me. I love, I love my business. And so if I was feeling bad, if there was something difficult going on in my life, I would want to work in order to get out of it, right? That would yeah. be, it's like some people, um, you know, drink their way out of a problem. Some people, you know, run their way out of a problem. I work my way out of a problem and I'm, I know I'm not alone in that. And, um, but what I, what I came to understand is that anything that I started working on while I was in a negative mindset would be imprinted with that negative mindset, that everything starts with me, that my, that the key is to work on my energy first. I used to want to work in order to raise my energy. Now I understand I have to raise my energy in order to work. And it's hard. It's really, for me, it's a huge challenge to just sit on my hands and not do something and wait to feel better, right? It's, yeah. it's, it's probably the hardest thing I could do. But if I do that, I, I get to a much better state of mind. And then what I create is infused with that much more positive energy. So it's, it's, it is, it was the, just the learning and the understanding and how important your own energy is in what you're doing. And that, that it isn't, 
um, just about feeling good. It's really about whether or not what you do is successful, whether or not it's, it is what is the vibration that you're putting into um, what you're doing. And, and if you're feeling bad, that's not, that's not the vibration you want into what you're creating. So you, you have to, doing the self-care, doing whatever it takes to get your energy back where it needs to be, if that's meditation, if that's, you know, whatever is going to work for you, um, putting aside the time and focusing on that as if it's the most important thing, because oddly, it actually is. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's counterintuitive somehow. So counterintuitive. Yeah. It's very, you think, oh my gosh, I have to, I mean, you know, I've got to launch this thing. I have to do 50,000 tasks. No, you don't. The only thing, the most important thing is you have to get your energy in the right place. Yeah, and that's yeah. so hard to wrap my head around. And I still have to kick myself to make myself do it because it's so counterintuitive. But I know that every part of me knows that it's the most important thing I can do. Yeah. So did, did you develop like kind of a discipline around that, that you do certain things in the morning first before you even turn on your computer? Or... I do. Yeah, I have, I have a little schedule actually <laughs> right on my wall over here. And it is, <laughs> and it is, I found a huge difference if I don't turn my phone on, uh, like I don't look at it first thing. I get up and I do yoga and I don't do huge yoga. I do, you know, I do uh, uh, like about 15 minutes and it's just enough to sort of get me connected, get me centered. Yeah. Um, I take a work period in the morning where my phone is off. And that's my creative, thoughtful time. And that's, that's huge. Um, so that gives me, you know, when I'm working, and that's, this is once my energy is in the right place. But before, there was a period um, uh, where I was going through a bunch of personal stuff and I needed to get my energy in the right place before I could work. And during that time period, I, I literally was um, uh, doing whatever felt right in the moment. So there was, yes, I was meditating and yes, I was doing yoga. I was taking walks. I was seeing friends. I was, I, you know, I, whatever it was that was going to get me out of my funk. And, and when I was in that funk, it was also, um, making sure I recorded my dreams and was listening to the information in my dreams. What is it that's, what's, what do I need to be focusing on? What do I need to be clearing? Getting energy healing. Um, trying to, you know, cause you can really accelerate the, the, the time it takes to work through your junk, um, by getting the help that you need. So yeah. that's, yeah. that's, yeah. And once I started feeling good, as soon as like every time, you know, it's not linear, you'll have a day where you're great and then a day when you're bad and on the great days you can work. And then on the bad days, no, don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> and that, I think that's such an important point that you just mentioned, giving yourself the space for that decision to not work, mm -hmm. to just mm -hmm. have a day of self-care. And I think especially for driven people, it's really, really difficult yeah. to, you know, to go for the walk. Yeah. Really schedule it in and to say, well, I'm not going to come back to my workspace for the next hour. I'm just going right. to go outside and, you know, leave the phone and just, have a walk or something. Yeah. 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 That's very hard to do, but, but I'm so, so grateful that I figured that out because it really is a night and day difference. And now every time I pick up, particularly if I'm picking up anything that's going to be um, received by other people, any kind of communications, I always check myself first. I always stop myself and check where's my energy? How am I feeling right now? Understanding that whatever's going on inside me is imprinted into whatever I'm working on. So it's, I try to be really, really aware of it now. Mm, great. So as a business owner or an entrepreneur who, who this concept is new to, yeah. 
where can they start? Like what well, um, I would act sit down yeah. and kind of check how I how do I feel or that's I mean that's it is 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 starting to pay attention to so many of us um, go through life without really checking in with with how we feel with what is our current what you're taking our own temperature what's going on inside and if you're in a place where you feel frantic or scared if you're if you're if you're working from a place of scarcity guess what you're creating right so if you instead take that time and um, there's meditations you can do the future self a future self meditation is a great way to get yourself in a much better mindset where you start to project forward and imagine that you've already achieved what it is you want to achieve and you you feel and experience in the med meditation what it feels like to be in that space already to be inhabiting that space and to bring up the feelings of it and do a meditation like that and then do your work, right? Come yeah. from that place where you're already, you already feel as, as if you've achieved what it is you want to achieve. And then when you, when you, when you embody more of that future self embody more of that, that's what's infused into your writing and that's what's infused into your work. Mm, I love, I love that concept. I th and I think it's so important. And that was some, a uh, one thing that was also difficult for me to learn that by letting go by mm -hmm. giving myself the break and not doing something. Yeah. Actually the results were better <laughs> than, you know, just yeah. working all the time, you know, by allowing yeah. to travel and to have fun and having this yeah. playfulness um, to bring that into the daily life and in the business because it's not about the hard work. Right. Right, and it's and and that's kind of difficult to understand for many many people because that's how we brought up, like you know, yeah. get in school, study, get a good job, and then you know at some point you probably figure out that you need to be an entrepreneur. <laughs> so, right, right. But you still haven't changed the mindset. You just see yeah. what you want—the time freedom, the money freedom, you mm -hmm. know, the decision freedom—and you go with that mindset into entrepreneurship. And then it seems to be so, so hard because you still yeah. haven't changed the perspective. Yeah, right. And if you're coming into it, if you're going to be an entrepreneur and you're starting your business and you're coming from the place of, of resistance to what you came from, like if what you're feeling is the desire for freedom and if what you're feeling is the lack of it, right? If you're experiencing lack and you're starting your business, then what you're creating is more lack. Yeah. It, and yeah. it is, it, it really is, we are the containers for whatever we create, right? Our life is, is the way it, that we are feeling and what's happening is, is it all comes, it starts with you. And so that's the, the major thing is to try to get yourself. And if, even if you have to pretend, um, you know, as you're driving around during the day, pretend you're driving around in that car that you would drive if you'd already succeeded and just feel, how would you behave? What would you do if you were that person now? right? How would it be? And just go through the whole, do a day like that. It's a wonderful way of self-care is have, spend a whole day pretending that you've already accomplished what it is you want to accomplish and see how you feel and then work from that place. Mm. And what you put out will be magic. That's, that's amazing. So, you know, when I listen to you, you, you seem to be so confident in what you do and I can see the conversations uh, you have with your clients. So let me ask you, has it always been this way for me? Oh no, not at all. I, this was all, 
that's why I am confident in what I'm saying is because I did it wrong before. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think I've learned along the way and it's been a process for me, you know, the, the, all the way through, um, you know, I was an executive coach for years and, um, and discovered through that process how much of myself I wasn't able to bring to, to my work. And that was the main reason why I left and started Wisdom Soup. And in starting Wisdom Soup, it was my desire was to try to bring in all of these different aspects of creation. How do I, how do I really create a business from, from, from nothing and try to, try to deliberately work my way through bringing in all of these different aspects of myself that I don't, I'm not in contact with right now. So it's been, I really do think that, that business is um, really uh, an, an amazing spiritual tool. And, and that's why, you know, I say what I want to do is I want to help redefine business for a spiritual age. Because if you're coming at your business from the perspective of how do I grow myself, understanding everything starts with you, how do you grow yourself? How do you increase your capacity to hold the business that you want to create? Right. And that is a spiritual journey. Mm. And business is one of the few places in the world where you really do need every single aspect of creation to be able to bring something out into the world. So it's a fantastic playground for you to grow yourself. And, and you just, and you're bumping up against it all the time, you know, bumping up against your limits all the time. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank you for sharing that. Um, So in, in finishing off, would you have like a quote for us or a mantra you are using that you can share? Yeah, sure. I would say mine is uh, fear is the only thing that gets smaller as you run toward it. Ooh, I like that. (laughs) So fear is the only thing that gets smaller when you run towards it. Mm -hmm. Wow, I've never ever heard that before. Yeah. And it, it means to me is that there's so many times, even as we're processing our feelings, as we're processing things that are unpleasant, our, our tendency is to, to avoid. But when you step toward it, then you realize it's not as big as you thought it was. It gets smaller. The more that it's really, we, we create our own fear. We, we make it bigger in our own mind. And when you wow. actually go up and, and engage with it, you realize it's not nearly as bad as you thought it was. Yeah. Right. And so yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. So where, where can people find you? So uh, my website, anntucker.com. Uh, I run a mastermind for people who are um, uh, developing their, whether it be their passion project or their businesses, helping them to understand which creative energies that they're missing um, and to bring those into their business so they, they can break through. Um, I also have Wisdom Soup, which is a mobile app. Uh, there's also meetups and a large summit every year. And it's a community for people who are developing their spiritual gifts. So mm-hmm. if you're interested in learning more about how to use your energy to um, create your business, uh, Wisdom Soup is another great place to find resources, teachers, uh, and all other mentors that can help you. Yeah, beautiful. And, and I will put all the information in the show notes. So make sure you check it out. Well, thank you so, so much for this wonderful interview. I had a wonderful time. And yeah. Thanks so much, Christine. This is a lot of fun. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Hi, gorgeous. I so hope you enjoyed that interview. And isn't it just an amazing spin to business if you look at your soul type? Well, check out Untucker at untucker.com. 
And meanwhile, make sure that you are joining the challenge, the free seven day challenge where I support you in the challenge to ask for a sale with confidence. No matter what soul type you are, you can learn to ask for a sale with confidence while staying in your heart, being true to your values and still making that offer and inviting the client to buy from you. All the show notes, the transcripts, the resources, including the challenge you find at christineschlonsky.com. So hop on over there and definitely tune in for the next interview. Have an amazing day wherever you are in the world and bye for now.